0: It's back. we're back with it's the little things podcast with me, India, and I get to be welcome back with Zach Winhall today. And I'm so excited because he was on the podcast a few months ago. And so I'm really excited to kind of hear what you have been up to Zach. So tell us what's been going on in your life.
1: Oh, man. Thank, first off, thank you for having me back on. I love being on here. It's always a good conversation, always a good time. And man, I love hearing what you're up to as well. Um, things on my end, what is new? So uh, I had a new book come out this week called See the Good all about finding grace, gratitude, and optimism uh, in your everyday life. I feel like it's so easy to be consumed by all the negative around us. And it kind of seems like the world is falling apart a lot of the times, but in reality, if you zoom out and really see how God is moving in the world, there's so much to be grateful for. And uh, I believe that if you do so, if you see where God's moving and you focus on that, your life is going to be much more joyful and hopeful and, uh, you're going to be just a happier person. And so that is, uh, kind of what I've been working on. Uh, we sold our business a month ago. Uh, so the brand Sunday, uh, we partnered with a company that we, uh, were doing distribution with for a long time. And so now they're running with it and I'm helping along the way in, uh, on the creative side and, and writing books for them. But I feel like I feel like the last three months since we did this has just been a whirlwind of stuff and it's been so fun.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. And the going with the book, if there were to be anybody to write a book like that, like yeah. I would say it would be you. Oh, like you, I, no joke, have just such a positive attitude about everything and like your story. Like if you haven't heard Zach's story yet, go check out the other episode. But Zach yeah. has the coolest, like most amazing story. And so it's so cool to like get to see you kind of use all of that and still be like, no, there's like a yeah. lot of good going on. Totally. So, so oh. like with the world, and I know this is probably part of your book, but like with what's going on, it's like so crazy all the time like what would yeah. you tell somebody to like look for instead of just focusing yeah. on like all the crazy <laughs>
1: Yeah, totally. I think as us, as Christians, we're supposed to be uh, taking and bringing heaven down to earth every single day. And I think God is moving all around us, but sometimes we can be so consumed by the bad things happening that we don't even see where he's moving. And I really believe that if we open our eyes to where he's moving and focus on that, that's when everything changes. We have this crazy thing in our, in our DNA where Basically, if 10 things happen to you in a day and nine of them are really good, and one of them is bad, we're going to focus on the one bad one. I don't know. Does that happen to you at all?
0: Yeah, no, that does. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, actually, I was driving a yeah. moped, moped to class, and I was it got a flat tire as I was driving, which, yeah. of course, when one tire, oh. that's only one oh. out of two tires. So I started yeah. flopping all over the road, and oh. I called, and I was trying so hard. I was like, okay, this is just one bad thing. Like, I've had yeah. a great day. <laughs> so, totally. yes, I, it totally happens. I
1: totally get that. And it's that. that. And I feel like when we allow those negative things to kind of take over our lives, we focus on them and then more bad things just tend to happen because we're focused on it. But really I believe that if we focus on the good things, not to discredit the bad, I think there's a lot of bad things in our life and I think living through them, whether it's grieving or going through doubts or whatever, like you need to go through that because that's just what it means to be human. But I think on the other side of it, there is just so much to be grateful for. And I think, and it's not like a, Oh, I'm grateful just to be grateful. It's like, I'm grateful to God for all of this. Like I'm grateful for clean water on my table right here. I'm grateful that we're able to talk in two different States. Like there are so many things to be grateful for. And I think if we do that, our days will be a little bit lighter or it's going to be more freeing and we're just going to be happier at the end.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that so much. I think that's helped me a lot on my journey in the past yeah. like year and a half, because I had to do the same thing. I was like, I feel like yeah. what I like to, use to always say, I just feel like I, I get the worst luck all the time. Yeah. And I was like, if that were to happen, it would happen to me. And yeah. I used to say that all the time. And then I was like, you know what, it's only because I'm just focusing on those things all the time. Yeah. Like I'm only really. focusing on all the bad things going on. So I just did the same thing. And that's kind of like the, the heart behind my podcast was like, yeah. if you just focus on little things every day, those yep. big things that seem like so awful and horrible, aren't going to seem so big anymore. And totally. um, so yeah, but like, so what was kind of that moment when you realize I need to write a book, like the Lord yeah. wants me to write this book?
1: I feel like this book is like my life message. Like if I could write anything in the world, it would be what is in this book. So I feel like I'm more passionate about this one than anything I've worked on in the past because it's like, these are my feelings. This is what I was raised with. This is the way that I view the world. And I think anytime you put something out there, it's a little intimidating because it's like, well, this is what I believe, but what if other people think I'm crazy? Mm -hmm. And so I think there's always that like a little bit of nervousness going into this week, but the reception so far has been incredible. It's, It's actually just insane hearing how people's lives have been changed based off of a book that like I wrote. I don't know. It's just like so wild to me. Like I can spend two years working on something. And I think when I'm working on projects, a lot of the times it's because it's something that I wish I had. And so Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of making it for myself. But then when you actually get it out there and it does impact other people, it's like, the greatest blessing in the world and like I feel like this whole week I've just been overcome with gratitude for just the response and and hearing these stories because it's like why me praise God like thank Mm -hmm. you that I'm able to be in this spot because I'm like I love it so Mm -hmm. much
0: yeah no I (laughs) there were moments in time where I thought I I was like I need to write a book like yeah. a year ago, I was like, I need to write a book. And I started typing it out. I was like, no, never mind. Maybe that, yeah. maybe for a later time, because I did uh, not have, no, I know maybe later, but I am on. so excited because your book is delivering to my apartment today and yes. I'm getting on that. I'm reading it. And so uh, anyways, I am very excited, but it's to oh, say, God. I totally feel that like when you're doing something that you wish you had and you're yeah. just kind of waiting. Cause you're like, okay, this is nerve wracking. Like yeah. starting a podcast and like, yeah, I yeah. had just been acting crazy in high school and then i started a podcast like a year and a half later and i was like what are people gonna think are they gonna think i'm weird or crazy and then i was like you know what the lord would not put this on my heart if it was not gonna glorify him in some way shape or form and so that's kind of my thought process on it is it this is glorifying god it can't hurt me like it's not going to no matter the the Anything that goes on, like people yeah. saying people are always gonna have something to say, but there's oh. always gonna be somebody that something you do is gonna benefit, and that is always to the glory of God. And I feel yeah. that
1: <laughs> and I feel like more people need to realize that that it's not about numbers and stuff, it's about like man, if if God told me to do that, this, and if five people have their life changed amazing like praise god that's that's me just walking in obedience and if that's his will amazing if it helps a million people incredible i'm gonna give it my all but whatever god's plan was for it that's that's what i want to have happen because that's that's the most important thing that's what we're that's what our lives are revolved around is is being obedient to the call that he's placed on our lives
0: yeah, for sure. And I think sometimes that we get kind of lost in the numbers and yeah. sometimes the Lord is not wanting us to just reach like 500 people. Like yeah. sometimes, like you said, it might just be five people. Yeah. And I think we, like sometimes for myself, I'm like, okay, I've hit this point. It's going to keep going. It's going to keep climbing. It's like, no, it might not. And that's okay. Totally. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. And, 100%. um, so it, and I know that's just human nature. So I, I yeah. don't try to think anything of it, but I'm like, a lot of times yeah. I'll have to pray before a podcast episode. I'm like, let me focus on glorifying you. Like For sure. give me the wisdom to ask the right questions to hopefully help somebody that's listening. But I definitely think mm-hmm. like the message of your book is just so exciting. And I'm so Thank excited you. to like hear this. Um, so how has like writing the book and like the process, like how has that been? How has that kind of changed yeah. your life so far?
1: Yeah. So the first, I started working on it when I was living down in Miami. And I I went through many different ideas, many different paths that I was going to take, tons of different titles and subtitles and focuses. And I love the writing process because for me, like just the creation of it is a blast. And so you write down 150 stories on note cards and ideas. And then the way that I do it is I put them all out on this huge coffee table and I just stare at them to see how they're all connected. And then I'll do that for like a few days. And then finally they start piecing together and you realize, okay, there might be a book here if I can go in these areas. And so I spend probably the first like nine months to a year, just compiling all of the, my thoughts and info and everything. And then the writing itself is a little bit faster. I had COVID last year for um, three weeks and I wrote three quarters of the book while I had COVID cause I was locked at home and I was like, what else am I going to do? <laughs> so I, I wrote the, I, I had started writing beforehand and I was about to like travel a bunch and I knew I was going to be really busy and I wasn't going to be able to focus. And all of a sudden, boom, I was in lockdown for three weeks. So I canceled all my plans and finished writing it. And it's been, uh, awesome ever since. Like it's such a releasing a book is such a fun process because this is my first time doing it with a publisher. I've always done everything through my own publishing house. And so, uh, like with my designers, with my editors, with all that. And so this time was great because we had so many more heads on the, on the table and, uh, a lot of more, like it was much more collaborative than anything. And, and I love, I loved it. I love I just love the process of actually compiling and writing a book and just praying through how it's going to impact a lot of people's lives.
0: Yeah, so during this process, like were there any times where you were just getting like really like down on yourself or do you feel like you had- it pretty good the whole time
1: no no no, 100 i think every time i work on something new there's definitely a a season of discouragement and it's it's uh whether it's entrepreneurship whether it's releasing a product or a book i feel like everybody experiences the same thing mm-hmm. it's a roller coaster one day it's high highs the next day you're like oh it's all falling apart <laughs> next day it's like actually we might have something good here next day you're ready to give up And that's kind of the process. And I think the difference between somebody that actually releases something that does well versus somebody that just has a bunch of ideas is that somebody that releases it is just consistent and they keep getting up when they get knocked down. I've been knocked down hundreds of times. I've failed. I've failed working on big projects and businesses at least a dozen times and every single time, like I've continued to get back up and I've learned from the process and I've brought that into the next thing. And that's what's allowed me to actually complete projects. But, you know, like it's so easy to start things, but it's, it's completely different to actually finish something and to bring it to fruition. And so that's a, that's what I've learned a lot with all this.
0: Yeah. So how, if somebody is like doing something or just in general getting down, kind of how would you suggest that? Like, what helped you get out of those kind of slumps or frustrations? Yeah. I guess.
1: Don't do anything based on your feelings. Literally, like, get up the next day and just get to work. And if that means, I know that sounds like kind of savage, <laughs> but it's literally like I don't want to write most of the time, but I get up and do it because I need to. And your first draft is always going to be awful. And that's what editing is for. And that's what bringing on other people is for. And so it's just making a habit out of it and just being consistent. And over time, it's gonna turn into something. I know a lot of CEOs and incredible people that just got to where they are because they were consistent. And I know a lot of people that have had incredible dreams and I know they could make it happen, but they weren't consistent and they went the easy way out doing your own thing is never easy. It's always, it's, it's a struggle It's tough, but it's what's deep inside you. And if you feel like you need to let that out. Awesome. It's literally just getting up every morning and working on it and being consistent over time. And, and what's good. It's going to compile into something so much greater.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I think that's a, that's a big thing that's been helped helping me a lot. Like, especially when I was kind of like in that weird depression phase of yeah. my life. Um, but I just, one day was like, I, I'm done. I'm done. Like I'm done <laughs> being tired. Yeah, yeah. I'm done being sad. And I'm like, nothing's going to get done if I'm just sitting around doing nothing. And so yeah. most of the time, like the things that help me the most is literally just doing it, like doing yep. it anyways. And totally. it, I mean, like you're not, life is going to move on without you. And so yeah. if you want to like get up and actually go with life, like you have yep. to, <laughs> Yeah. So that's, I mean, I agree. Like it does sound kind of brutal sometimes, but that's the advice I give people. Like when you are sad, like you can sit in that for a minute, but then you have to get up and just, That's the only way to get over it and get past it, move through it.
1: Yeah. And you get there by building like good habits and Mm -hmm. having a to-do list and knowing that, okay, today I need to do these things today. I need to go to the gym for 45 minutes. Today, I know that I need to read three chapters of my Bible or I need to spend one hour working on my dream. Whatever it is, is like building a habit out of it and just doing it every single day, no matter what. And yeah, that means that you're going to uh, have to turn some things down and which is, which is tough to do when you're younger. But I think when you learn to do that, it's a game changer because you're going to actually be building your future instead of just immediate enjoyment.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I, I am, <laughs> I'm someone who gets FOMO really bad. And yeah. for like my grandparents, FOMO means fear of missing out. And, um, yeah. it's so funny because i that's what I've had to learn. Like I was saying yes to so many things. And I was like, yeah. I'm not getting done anything that I actually need to get done because right. I have literally told everybody in college station that I will go get coffee or lunch with them yeah. today. And, <laughs> um, and I'm like, I can, that can't happen. And so something that I read in Maddie Pruitt's book, um she said like have like five non-negotiables a day which is oh. like working working out reading your bible and then your other things and yeah. so that has like changed my life because there are things okay. that you have to do each yep. day like there are yeah. things you just have to decide like if you have to say no to other things and i think that would that has helped me a lot with school as well because yeah. i was like i don't have time to study like i don't have time to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I do. I have to have time to study. Like that's right. not an option. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, literally. That's it. And I feel like once you, once you realize that and once you incorporate that in your life, it's gonna be tough for the first 60 days. But it's just making sure that you do that over time. And as you grow, it's going to it'll blow your mind how how much further along you are.
0: Seriously, though, the best season planner from the Brand Sunday, like that you said. I, that genuinely changed my life. Like, actually I was like, no, it got me in such a good habit. And I would look forward to like waking up and planning out my day because I am the type of person to buy a planner and like ride in it for like a week. And then- Never write in and, for sure. yep. and but the best season planner, I was like, I want to do this, I want to stay yeah. consistent. And so I was doing it and I was so excited. I was texting everyone, I was like, Y'all have to get this. Yeah. Of course, like <laughs> I'm not somebody that plans things out, so I'm very last minute. And so it was yeah. really helpful for me. And awesome. um, but yeah, stuff like that is like I am not a planner. I like yeah. to just do my own thing, go with the flow. But yep. yeah, no, planning things out, things that I have yep. to do each day, so helpful. <laughs>
1: Totally. It's those non-negotiables. I love that. It helps you
0: stay out of that rut too of like getting sad and not wanting to do anything. But yeah. So what is kind of on the schedule for you next? Like what is your next like goal?
1: That's a great question. We're trying to, um, Get this book in as many hands as possible, really leading into Christmas and just pushing it like crazy. Um, I'm spending a lot of time on uh, creating content on TikTok, and that's been kind of my main focus lately. i've been I've been loving, loving that, and we're gonna keep that up uh, moving forward. And then, who knows? We'll see. <laughs> I another book idea. I'm not really sure. I'm trying to just end this year on a really good foot, uh, pushing the pushing the book and then pushing TikTok.
0: Yeah. Um. The funniest thing on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> is your wife in the background <laughs> of your TikToks? I was scrolling last night and I saw it and I was in yeah. tears laughing. It was so funny. Oh my goodness! It was so funny. She cracks me up. I love. Oh. I love y'all's TikToks together. Yes. They are so funny.
1: Oh, uh, thank you. Thank um, you. No, of course. It's a good time. <laughs> it's so
0: funny. So, um, oh, yes. So you did your 52 books in a year. I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah. yeah so yeah. how did that go? Like, oh, how, what do you recommend? Like, I know you've read 52, so that'd be a hard, <laughs> hard thing to no. do. But yeah, what was your like favorite one out of all of them? Like, what's the one that really stood out?
1: I think we're at 62 now, which is pretty insane. My goal is 52 in a year to read. So she's talking about 52 books in a year. And um, my favorite of the year, that's a great question. I need to look at my bookshelf. I would say my favorite one of the year uh, is Heaven by Randy Alcorn, I think. I think that was my favorite one this year. I It, it became like one of my top, 10 favorite books all of a sudden, and I didn't expect it at all. Um Yeah. Heaven by um, Randy Ellicorn.
0: Yeah. Okay. I have a question because I know you did yeah. the um kind of like a series on like Revelation. Yeah. yeah. And how, so how did that go? Because kind of with See the Good, this has always been something I was talking to my grandma the other day about this. But I was like, when I read Revelation, I do not feel great inside. Yeah. Like it kind of sure. is... Almost gloomy to read it. So, yeah. like, what are your thoughts? Like, how do you see the good in those things? Is my oh question. man, that's
1: deep. That's that's that serious. is real deep. Um, so <laughs> I did, I did like a three or four month study on Revelation where I literally bought like 12 different books and I uh, just studied from a bunch of different scholars that I really respect. And I think the biggest thing that I learned from Revelation is we read it from a New Testament perspective, but the majority of Revelation alludes to verses in the Old Testament. So like, I think there's like 500 things alluded to in the Old Testament. So if you don't understand the Old Testament really well, you can't understand Revelation. And there's so much of it that is about the Roman government. And that's just all like really deep things intertwined. I think we allow um, a Western, um, American understanding of the book to influence our views. And, um, there's also a lot of great scholars that believe differently. So, uh, um, oh man, now you're, I know,
0: I'm sorry. That was a, that was a, that was a deep one. (laughs) No, No,
1: no, no. Um, I think the last two chapters are the most important because it's all about the future and it's about, uh, moving into a new heaven and a new earth. And that's what our future holds as a Christian. And so I think if we're able to focus on that, we can get through anything.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's good because that's something that is just, it, I get really sad thinking about how, of course, I guess that's how it is, but it's just been on my heart a lot. Like it's just especially with the, the window of people that in David Platt, did you read radical in your books this year?
1: Uh, I did not this year. I read it probably 15 years ago though. Oh, (laughs) I don't remember it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh,
0: that's okay. Um, But David Platt, like, has, if you've heard any messages by him, like, he is just an amazing speaker, and his, he talks a lot about um sharing the gospel to other nations, and, like, people who have yeah. obviously never heard it before, and so it's yeah. been, like, really heavy on my heart, so reading yeah. Revelation is just, it's totally. really heavy, and yeah. for me, because it's just, uh, like, already been on my heart, so I was, like, curious, yeah. I was, like, from yeah. somebody who just wrote a book on see the good and all the crazy things going on, like, I was curious, but yeah, I know that was a heavy question.
1: No, no, I love it. I love it.
0: For sure. So what would you suggest? Like someone who is struggling to see the good right now and what's going on, what would you suggest? Like, what are some like functional ways for them to kind of see the good?
1: Yeah, I think spending spending time understanding the Father's heart. So under, so spending time in the Bible, spending time in prayer and knowing how he views about the things that are going on in your life and being able to open your eyes to that and focus on those and then doing things like small, actionable things like just being a blessing to the people around us to speaking life into situations instead of gossiping and, and, and uh, cutting things down. And just really going from there, I think, is the biggest thing is like just opening your eyes to where he's moving and and focusing your attention to that.
0: Yeah, I, I like how you said doing things for other people, mm-hmm. because I think oftentimes when we do get in those situations where we are sad or not feeling good, um, mm-hmm. Or, you know, just depressed about what's going on around us. That has been something that's helped me too. It's like if I'm focusing on other people and like doing things for them, the focus gets taken off of me and like what's going on. And it kind of puts into perspective that it it isn't some this kind of sounds bad, but like it isn't about me. And like it is about glorifying God and the kingdom of God and just so yeah, when you do things for others, it puts into perspective, like it is bigger yeah. than us yeah. and what is going 100%. on in our lives at the time, which kind of helps. It sounds like it does. It's like backwards. Cause it's like, if I'm yeah. sad, why would I want to, but like, no, it actually helps a lot yeah. to not focus on yourself.
1: <laughs> totally. hundred yeah. percent. So what's your,
0: what's your go-to thing to do for somebody else? Like, is there something that you just do or does it depend person to person?
1: it depends person to person. I like to make, I like to do things like it, when it comes to gifts, I like to give things that are very specific to that person. That's going to be really meaningful and that's going to stand out. So like, yes, you can buy somebody a box of donuts, but unless they like had a special relationship with their grandpa who used to buy them a box of donuts from a specific place. It's not probably not as meaningful. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I think really tapping onto that the the meaningful gifts is one of the sweetest things ever. Even just like something as simple as sending a note to somebody. Like uh, for instance, a friend of mine, his his dad passed away. So in my calendar it says like this person's dad passed away. So not not every year, not sending them a text like, hey, I'm so sorry about today, but just to be like, hey, I'm thinking about you today and um, uh, I, I've loved seeing how you've grown over the last year. Like just small things like that, sharing those, those little pieces of encouragement can really do wonders to the people around you.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, that's been, that's so good. That's so good. Um, so how is your, your mom you're doing? Like, I know part of your story was that she struggled with the battle of cancer. So how's she doing?
1: She's doing great. She (laughs) is healthy as can be. She's working on, uh, she's writing all the time. She's, uh, getting a bunch of articles published recently. And so that's been really cool to see, but she is healthy and happy and life is good for her. We now, since we moved to Minnesota last year, we now live like 12 minutes away from her. So it's, so fun just being able to uh, be really close by see them frequently and um, yeah we weren't able to do that for years so yeah. uh, trying to take advantage of that time together with them as much as we can now
0: yeah for sure how was your community helpful in the writing process of this book like how were they helpful for you
1: yeah I think um, having a few people really close to you I think I think growing up, you want to have a bunch of friends. You want to be friends with everybody. You want everybody to love you. And I think as I've gotten older, um, I've narrowed down my friend group more to be more of a tight-knit group that we all really encourage each other in life and and faith and marriage and everything. And so just being surrounded by people that actually believe in you and that are going to speak life into you is crucial because that really like to have that accountability all the time is what pushes you on and keeps you going.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I totally agree with that. I think somebody asked me a question on Instagram today and they were like, how'd you get started on your podcast? And I was like, literally without my community, like that would have been so hard because anytime I was like, maybe this is weird. Like maybe I didn't want to do this. They're like, no, like you, yeah. Like do it." I was like, yeah, you're right. I do really want to do this. It's just the fear creeps in and you're like, for "Mm." sure. Yeah. Um, I just blanked. I literally had something I was going to ask you. you good. It literally just left my brain. Um, Oh yes. So what is kind of like your primary goal coming out of this book? Like what would you hope somebody gets out? Yeah.
1: I feel like because of the way that media is and the way that in, um, social media is and just culture in general is a lot of people are like down, and depressed right now because it seems like the world is falling apart and i want i want people to shift their perspective to become more joyful and to be more lighthearted and to actually enjoy life and i would say the the book is we, I definitely share a lot of fun and funny stories in it, but at the same time, it's really deep on scripture and you're going to understand ancient Jewish uh, understandings of things and we, we, we go really deep. So um, I just pray mm-hmm. that it's a blessing to a lot of people and it helps them to uh, kind of open their eyes to how, what God's doing.
0: Yeah, no, I'm sure it will be. I'm so I'm so excited to see what you kind of do next in life because there's not been something you haven't done where I haven't been like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> because the brand Sunday, even in, in and of itself, was amazing, and then um, the book is so cool. So I'm excited to see what you do thank next, you. but I think we're going to start to close out on the podcast, but thank you yeah. so much for being on it again. Thank you, I am just so glad we got to talk today and I'm so excited to read, see the good. So for everybody, I'm going to include the link to his book in the description and also on my story everywhere else. Um, but again, thank you so much Zach for being on. Thank you so much everybody for listening or watching and just be the reason someone smiles today and be a light for the Lord in everything you do. Bye.